Hi there, and welcome to Fantasy Focus Baseball. It's a beautiful Thursday afternoon, September 30th, 2021. He is Tristan Happy Cockroft, so adept at winning fantasy baseball leagues that his titles were all secured last week or in June. Kyle Sophie is the guardian of our galaxy, such as it is, producing, researching with adept versatility. I'm Eric Carabell. Someone has to host. Fantasy Focus Baseball presented by LinkedIn Jobs. Tristan, how are you? Only a couple days left of the season, which will make me sad when it ends. But because I like fantasy baseball and I think you do, too. Uh, but uh, we still have a lot to watch this week, uh, including your team. I mean, four teams in the AL wildcard race. And, you know, I'm rooting for Seattle. <laughs> and it's a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. Seattle and Toronto, Revenge of the 70, 70, <laughs> 77 teams. That would, be <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, how, am I, how, so, how am I doing? I've got my nice toasty toes. So, you know, I know the listeners will be very happy to hear that. And I cannot wait for that madness of the final day where we get all the games starting at 3 p.m. Yes, that's a highlight. Now, obviously, there's football on, on Sunday as well. <laughs> but I'm sure my Eagles will be out of it by that, by 3 p.m. So um, <laughs> I'll be watching baseball to see what happens there. Phillies are done today. I, I told you that was going to happen. I'm not surprised in the least. I wish they could have made it to the weekend. Now I'm not sure they'll win another game. Um, Toronto, Seattle, Yankees, Red Sox. Is there any other teams we can count on to not rest players to some degree? I mean, I made a move today picking up Reaver San Martin, and I bet most people in my league do not know who that is. But I think he's starting Sunday against Pittsburgh. We'll get to the pitchers. But the AL wildcard race, we know that those four teams will be playing everybody and trying to win. Yeah. And one of the very few teams that actually did place an announcement of the rotation through Sunday and did mention San Martin as Sunday's starter. So, yeah. Uh, are there any outside of the wild card race where games matter? No, not really. I mean, the Braves magic number is one. The Dodgers and Giants are separated by two games. It's conceivable that the Dodgers could catch the Giants, but they also have Padres and then three with the Brewers. And yeah, the Brewers have already locked everything down, but you know, I, so how do you I, do? What do you do as a fantasy baseball manager? Like I, I made a, an important move in one of my leagues today, adding San Martin. What do you do in your leagues? Is it about who's going to start pitching this weekend? Is it about a certain category? I picked up Rafael Ortega in a league cause I need batting mm -hmm. average. Maybe it won't matter, but I was aggressive. Are you aggressive yeah. or are you a guy who says, ah, eh, my lead is safe here. I'm not going to do anything. No, I am aggressive. Uh, I am looking at the standings, trying to determine what my high-end ceiling is for those final four days. I did it at the beginning of the week for the weekly lineups uh, and loading up. And usually I'm loading up on playing time. I honestly don't care what the quality is. Things are so fluky over a seven-day or, in this case, four-day span that I like the Ortega pickup because, <laughs> worst case, he has a bad four days. It's not going to kill you in the standings, but you have the chance that it gives you a great production over those four days, and he's probably going to play a good amount. Um, I am going for the starters I think are going to pitch deeply into the games or facing completely unmotivated or resting teams. So San Martin is one of those because he plays Pittsburgh. I've said load up on the Pittsburgh matchups. The issue is that there aren't many rotation spots projected. And I think the reason for that is that the races are largely decided, whereas in past years they weren't. So I'm hoping that most people got their pitching volume in. I think if pitching volume is your obstacle to a championship, you're going to be in a pretty tough spot. You need to go for ERA whip and saves. Those are the ones I think you can manipulate more. Looking at the most added drop list um, of players who are still going to help you, um, some starting pitchers, Alex Cobb, Shane Boz, Joe Ryan is pitching today. Yes. Uh, that's a big one. Uh, yep. I know a lot of people are Detroit righty. I've said that's a good matchup. Yep. 
Uh, Tony Gonsolin uh, being added as well. Uh, reliever sure. Camilo Doval. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but he looks like the Giants closer maybe this week. Uh, so that's interesting. You know, Giants although, people, although if they back, clinch it back today. to back, though, the only problem with that is the back to back outings. He might not be available today. So you're looking at potentially three games. So that's something you've got to bake into these plans. Uh, bake. Mm. Uh, yeah. Hitters. Harrison Bader, number one, but the Cardinals clinched. So he's sitting today. So that tells you a little about their plans. It does. Um, Tyler O'Neill, who's been one of the best players of the month. Yep. Uh, Eugenio Suarez, that batting average has been awfully good over the past couple of weeks. How about that? Yep. People are re-adding him. Nick Gordon playing And for by Minnesota. the way, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Suarez, and the Reds. That's right. I mean, Pittsburgh's bad. Baltimore, bad. Who's Baltimore playing? Baltimore gets Toronto. Well, Remember, Toronto Boston gets, and Toronto, Toronto gets get. Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, Toronto already. I, I did my top 25 for next season, an early look at it. And, you mm-hmm. know, maybe it's not all that smart. But, I mean, it's got Toronto hitters, man. I mean, mm-hmm. and it actually, it's got two in the top 10. Oh, it's got three. No, Semyon just missed. But still, like, that offense, they have four 100 RBI guys. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, Toronto hits. And Toronto's going to score a ton of runs this weekend. I love the fact that they're still trying. And Seattle, you know I've got Mitch Hanniger on numerous teams, whether it's fantasy or sim. That guy might hit 40 home runs. Mitch Hanniger. Did you play last year, right? You've been a big Mitch Hanniger guy over the years, and I'm really happy to see that after the injury issues he had over a two-year span, frankly, that he got fully over those this year and had a huge bounce back. Curious to see exactly how his 2022 plays out. We'll see where what the situation is. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a great rebound season. And Seattle's bullpen, second rider still out there in league. Sewell still pitching really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, now the Yankees, they have a tough weekend schedule. Do you want to invest in Yankees? We talked about Tyler Wade on Monday show. If you need a stolen base, um, their bullpen, they've got setup guys who win games. Johnny Lasagna's back. Chad Green's available in a lot of leagues. How do you view the Yankees weekend? I, I, the Thursday game is critical because it's going to decide the Yankees pitching usage over the weekend. I think the team would prefer not to go deep on anybody. They'd limit the pitch counts of Nestor Cortez and Jordan Montgomery, who are scheduled to pitch those games. They'd go heavily on the relief pitchers, try and get guys just a couple of innings and mix and match, not have guys work back-to-back days. But they might have to play them. They might, and I don't know to what extent the Rays are going to throw guys. I don't know who the Rays are throwing on Sunday because they're back to a five-man rotation with Patino pitching in relief. So... That's what I was discussing before. Like, you're not going to go so much. You're not going to get the wins. You're not going to get the starting pitching volume. I think you're going to be doing piecemeal situations with the Yankees and the Rays. I'd rather look elsewhere. Uh, speaking of elsewhere, Shohei Otani will hit for the rest of this season, which is only four more days, but he will not pitch. Can you put into some perspective what he achieved this season? And then I don't want to give away my top 25 or yours, which I don't think you've done yet, but... What, how do we evaluate him? We have Monday's show to talk about next season's rankings and, and wrap everything up. But what Otani achieved this year is unbelievable. It really is. He scored 787 combined fantasy points in the points base leagues. And, you know, the interest there is that you can see in the player reader where we have him. Number one, if you're by a significant margin counting both of these, which I don't believe we do in the calculation, it just doesn't tell you a lot. For the fantasy points players, you can maximize your usage of him by starting him as a hitter on the hitter days and pitchers when he's, when he's a, a pitcher on those days, even if you don't get the hitting points. So I've told you on the show, I wanted to see what he's done if you take out the hitting stats in the games he pitched. And if you do that, you assume you started him as a starting pitcher. He scored 748 points already this season. 
That's 178 more than the number two player, Max Scherzer. It's 189 more than the number four and the top hitter, Vladimir Guerrero. And it's more points by any player in any season since Randy Johnson had 807 in 2002. It's an extraordinary year. You, you want to you want to debate MVP? I just think it's ridiculous. This is an extraordinary, histo- extraordinary historic, and probably unrepeatable year. Why? Tell me why you don't think this is sustainable, because I ranked him in my top 10, giving that away. Why is it to what degree is this not sustainable and what part pitching or the hitting or, or, or durability or what? Because it has never been done. And when something has never been done, it's rarely ever repeated. Look back at all the years in which we've said somebody has done something extraordinary and we believe in his skills and he's going to repeat it. Almost every time there's a bit of regression. The guy had more than 45 homers, more than 25 steals, more than 100 runs scored. He threw 100 high quality, 130 and a third, I think it is, high quality innings. I'd love to see him repeat that. I think he has the ability to repeat that. Is it worth paying the price assuming that which by the way is the number one pick in your roto draft and it is also your in an in a salary cap context by far your most expensive player if that's what you are doing to get him no no i I don't think that's smart i think there is the likelihood that he has a little regression maybe he steals 18 bases next year and he hits 41 home runs i think that's all fair Uh, although i would take a 41 18 season oh um he's certainly you know what were you i would have i agree I would have to be in a draft and see what happens when the clock is winding down. Would I really take Otani over Freddie Freeman, over Mookie Betts, over the Brewers starting pitchers? I don't know. I ranked him that way, but I might change my mind in a month or a week or in January. And by the way, the context is a little different. I'm going to pick one for you, and that is the Tau Wars 15 team mixed. It's an auction slash salary cap format. I'm in labor ale, same situation. We would have a very different approach there where you have to choose him for a week than we would in our game where I think you can maximize his value. So there, if you took a number one, I wouldn't blame you. All right, let's move on from that. And his name will probably come up on Monday on our final show. And we'll see what you think about ranking him for next year. Let's move it along now. Um, I don't think there's any other news. We'll probably get to it during all this stuff. I don't want to talk about Noah Syndergaard. Uh, combo meals, uh, one more time. Or actually, you'll probably have two more times. Yeah, gonna... yeah. We, we've still got to wrap up the year on that. Hey, it's a combo meal. Combo. Combo. It's a combo meal. Home run plus steal. Sure was. And these players are making moves earlier this week. And making moves is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Build your winning team today. Go to LinkedIn.com slash sports. Maybe on Monday, Kyle, we could just have like the top five combo meal leaderboard for 2021. Um, That would be pretty cool because I don't have it off the top of my head. And I don't know how many people are going to do it this weekend. Maybe Frankie the Tanky will. Um, Jonathan Indy had the only combo meal since our last show. Jonathan Indy had a really good season. I mean, he's rostered everywhere. I think he should be the rookie of the year in the National League, don't you? Just an amazing season. You make the case for Rodgers, the Miami lefty. But Jonathan India, I was not expecting that. I, I really was not expecting this type of season. They moved him to second base. They let him lead off. He got on base. Did you think Jonathan India was going to be a – I mean, he's probably among the top 20 on our – let me look at the player rater here and see what he's done. He played a ton. He didn't miss yeah. time. I mean, that's important. you got to be out there. Jonathan India had a great season. It- I, I think I'm most surprised by the fact that a, a player like this, a third base prospect who granted had other positional experience in the minors and pre-professional career, 
was able to play a very good second base like this without having it had any impact on his offensive performance. He's done all of the things statistically he did in the minors. Good plate discipline, making a decent amount of contact, has a decent amount of pop. The speed is certainly above average. To me, yes, he's the rookie of the year. I'm I'm surprised just by the fact that he held it up and he met every expectation. I did think he was going to be a pretty good player. That was one of the ones that I wanted to get with my late round picks in a lot of those drafts. But this, I mean, 148 games, 622 plate appearances of high quality performance. Where was he on the final player rater? Or, or well, so far? He's, he, he's not as high as I expected. Number 40 among hitters, right behind Hanager. That's really 48, good. 48 among, pit, among uh, hitters and in in points leagues. So he's yeah. a top 50 player among hitters, which again yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. Give him a lot of credit. I did not see that coming. He ran a little, hit for power. He played. Good yep. for him. Uh, that was the only combo meal since our most recent show. Oh, oh, look what we have here. So this is um, Kyle posted in this uh, in my note. Stolen bases by month. April, 354. May, 385. June, 357. July, only 329. August, 370. September, 353. So it's pretty consistent. Now, overall, that has to be down over year over year. I mean, obviously not net yes. last year. But do so like do, in a Roto League, does this make you want to move up we keep talking about this. Starling Marte, Whitmart Merrifield. Guys with not a lot of power, but a lot of stolen bases. Or Mondesi, who we'll have to deal with. He's got to go somewhere in drafts next season. I don't know where. Not my top 50. I mean, if I don't have Trout in my first two rounds, I'm not going to have Mondesi probably in my top, I don't know, top 100? I don't know how. I don't know where to put him. Mondesi is, yeah, kind of the inverse of Otani in that they're kind of unrankable for this kind of gameplay, but Mondesi's is for a very different reason and more of a negative aspect. Uh, the steals, by the way, are, you know, they're, they're down by a considerable margin. They're actually 133 beneath the 2019 final. And that was the lowest of the century. And I believe it's the lowest in something like 1971. I'd have to get you the exact year, not counting last year. I'm talking 162 game seasons. I don't think I would still pay a greater premium for stolen bases. I would pay for the guys who give you quite a bit of everything else along with their steals, which we mentioned on a previous show, just because when there are fewer of them, all you need is for for a bizarre Manny Machado year where he had 21 or the clay, uh, the, the clay, the Cody Bellinger year where he had 18 stolen bases or Goldschmidt when he stole a few, you need a guy to fall into those numbers and you could fill the category on the cheap. So that's not going to change. Let's do a brief closer carousel too. It's the closer carousel. <laughs> He's dancing and singing and pointing his That's fingers. That's my favorite of the drops. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, any final advice here for people looking for saves this weekend? Um, talking about player pitchers who may be available. If you're in a league, I mean, Doval of San Francisco still getting saves. Joe Barlow of Texas. Um, Sewell is looking like the setup man for Steckenrider. He's rostered in twice as many leagues. They're alternating. They're alternating a little bit. They're kind of co that. But I, I, I'm totally rooting for Seattle to keep winning. I really am. Yeah. Um, I see that people are adding Kirby Yates, Jordan Hicks. Uh, he's on. They're both on our most added list. So is Trevor Rosenthal, Rafael Montero. Oh, you see any of those guys mattering next season? I did rank Rosenthal among my top 25 closers for next year, but I, I don't know where he's going to pitch or if he'll mm-hmm. pitch. Um, Yates, who knows? Jordan Hicks. I mean, I, I think Gallego should be their closer from now on. What are your, what are your thoughts? Yeah, and you know the the one positive about Hicks picking on him is that he'll get some work in in the Arizona Fall League, so we'll get a little bit of a read on what the health looks like heading into the offseason. That's a plus. Um, 
I, I'm worried about how well guys like Rosenthal and Yates who have injury histories bounce back. So I'm, I'm with you. I think they're going to have to end up with teams that give them a chance to compete for the closer role. And even then they're, I mean, are they going to be hundred percent come spring training ready to throw along with the other guys they're competing with? I don't know. That's, that's kind of a wait and see thing for me with the two. Uh, you mentioned Arizona fall league, our friends with first pitch Arizona are hosting a great uh, weekend at the Arizona Fall League. It's coming up soon, like in two weeks. So you can still sign up, but go check it out. Mm-hmm. It's uh, uh, where we get the baseballhq.com. Yep. Uh, they have all the information, and we are not able to attend this season, but it's a fantastic weekend. Zola's there, Cardi's there, a lot of great people in the industry. So go check it out if you Highly love recommend. fantasy baseball. Highly recommend. By the way, Devin Williams will not be pitching this weekend because he broke his hand in a drunken stupor after they won the division. Nice job. Um, and I changed my pick. I now do not think the Brewers are going to win the National League pennant. Um, oh, you know, and I've been thinking about it too. I've I've cooled on the idea based on that too. Devin Williams was a very important piece of that uh, pitching strategy. Yeah, I don't know if I did it just because of that, but like the Giants and the Dodgers are really good. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I I don't see one of those teams losing to the Brewers. I understand the Brewers can throw out Woodruff and Burns and Peralta. The Dodgers got some really good pitching. I mean, Scherzer's not losing. I, I don't know. I, that Giants, I would like to see the Giants-Dodgers play in a seven-game series to decide the, the – uh, we'll talk Monday about our predictions for October baseball. Um, let's take a look at the schedule now. As it is, there's day baseball on Thursday. It's already begun. Uh, later today, this is very interesting. I, I'm in a head-to-head league, and my opponent has no, no innings so far in the first three days of the week. But he still has seven starting pitchers to go including Corey Kluber versus Robbie Ray. He's got them both. I I don't know how I feel. He's got like four starters tonight. I've got a well, I know how lead. I feel. You know how you feel about those two. I do not feel good about Corey Kluber. Nor Rob- do I. I agree. I feel strongly tilted towards Robbie Ray. Well, I think Robbie Ray can, can beat anybody the way he's been pitching this season. And, you know, he just missed my top 25. Maybe he shouldn't have. If push came to shove, I'd probably take Ray over to Grom. I don't know. I, I'd have to be in a draft. But um, Toronto's offense is just a monster. Just a monster. I don't see how Kluber's going five innings. I do not recommend him, and I don't think it's on ESPN Plus, by the, the way. The best case, by the way, is righty versus a lot of those righties. But that's all I have. That's where, where my positive notes end. <laughs> uh, Gonsolin is on the most added list. He's hosting San Diego and Vince Velasquez. So you know the Dodgers are scoring runs. But I don't think Gonsolin's going five innings. I just don't. I think he's a middleman in the playoffs. So uh, you add him, yeah. great. San Diego's in, in in the toilet, but still, like I don't, I don't see him going deep enough to really help you out that much. Do you disagree? No, I think that's a good read on him. I think he's going to give you decent numbers while he's out there on the mound. But does he get past the threshold to qualify for a win? There are better options out there. We mentioned the Joe Ryan one against Detroit. There, actually, there 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 are really not too many great players you could pick up off waivers on any of these days. At least not ones that have been promised starts so far. Uh, Ian Anderson will clinch the division for Atlanta today. Nice job, Phillies. Really nice job. I, I think you should keep playing DD against lefties. It's working out great. Friday schedule. <laughs> um, Mets at Braves is on ESPN+. Plus. No starting pitchers have been uh, named for that one yet. Luis Castillo is back, apparently, for Cincinnati in Pittsburgh. Uh, I bet he throws really well in that game. Yep. Um, your boy Nestor Cortez at home against Tampa Bay. Yep. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much Tampa's playing their big guys this weekend, but I would think they're going to – like that manager, that team, they want to beat the Yankees. Yeah. They're, 
I, I don't know exactly how to read what the Rays will do with their pitching, but I don't think anybody's going even close to as deep as they were before. And by the way, their starters are averaging probably five-ish innings pitched. That's taking the openers out of it. Shane McClanahan and Shane Boz will very likely start two of these games somewhere. I don't know what the order is going to be. They did bring back Andrew Kittredge. They're likely to activate Matt Whistler from what I understand. So they'll have arms in this bullpen in order to fill the games and they want to win. They do want to beat the Yankees in this. That's uh, Dak- for sure. Dakota Hudson at home against the Cubs. He's probably available in your league. I don't know how deep he's going into that. He'll throw game. 70 pitches or so, 70, 75, probably. Okay. Uh, Humberto Castellanos at home against Colorado. Maybe. Uh, I don't, eh. I don't want to go there. Eric Lauer at Dodger stadium. I say, no, Dodgers still trying. Um, Eric Lauer is really good. You might but... have to just because of the recent performance and the volume prospects, you might just have to take a chance that he steps up against the matchup on Saturday. Julio Urias goes for his 20th win of the season at home against those brewers. Uh, the only guy in baseball who can win 20 right now. Great season out of Urias. Really, mm-hmm. really great season. A lot of strikeouts. He and, he and Bueller, it's not like a monster strikeout rate, but they're Dodgers. They're going to win games. The ERA and whip is great. I actually struggled over Cole versus Bueller for the number one starting pitcher. You know, I mean, because yeah. I, I think Bueller, I think we can project a better ERA and whip, maybe not whip, but a better ERA next season as well. So um, the only the only thing I we talked Bueller and what what the expectations were for next year. He doesn't look quite as super sharp recently as he did before and i don't know i'm just a little bit just a tiny little bit worried um by the way arias do you think he's going he's going five to get the chance of 20 i think i think he's absolutely i think that still matters to Mm -hmm. baseball people yeah 20 wins and i think they definitely want to get him his 20th win the final 20 game winner yeah maybe (laughs) maybe no he might well be the final 20 game winner in history No, you know, I don't believe that because like there's still there's still guys like Wheeler and Lance Lynn. And if you get enough support, I, they're going to yeah. pitch 200 innings. Cole could win 20 any season, you know, with, with better probably support. Probably not. But I, I, I kid a little bit, but it's possible. Why, why, why could Garrett, why would Garrett Cole not win 20 games again in his career? Hasn't Cole been very good this year and he's not close now. It's four away. Yeah, but you know, that a lot of that's luck. A lot of that's blown saves. You know, not just by closers, but by middlemen. So the the odds it, of getting the twenty wins these days are considerably lower. I I agree with that. I just I don't want to say it can't happen because it did. It can. Oh, ha- it can. Yeah, it can happen. It, you just need a lot of luck. <laughs> you know, like Wainwright just need a little bit more more luck, and he made it done. He's done. He's pitching in the wild card game. Yeah. Um, what else? Jesus Lazardo against a Harperless Phillies pitching uh, Phillies lineup on Saturday. I'll still say no to that. Um, John Gant at Kansas City. Uh, he's a walker. I'll say yeah, no to that. Gant doesn't have great skills. I mean, it's a good matchup on paper, but... Eh. John Lester, you still think he's making that start? They they have announced their rotation through that game, and I think they've made it pretty clear Jake Woodford will fi- uh, pitch the finale on Sunday. I would not be surprised to see them want to get Lester to the win qualification threshold. They'll give him the 75, 80 pitches in five innings and then take him out. And it's against, I mean, it's not his former teammates, but it's his former team. Yeah, I'd probably give him a go. I would give Chris Flexen a go against the Otanis for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no on Carrasco, even if Atlanta has a you know mini lineup, you know, mm-hmm. I, I would say no to that. Uh, Sunday, there's no Sunday night baseball. Every game starts around between 3.05 p.m. Eastern and 3.20. And, I mean, Jake Woodford's been okay. He's pitching at home against the Cubs. Um, So there's one guy. Griffin Jacks 
certainly use him over Jackson Kowar, but I don't think I want Griffin Jackson. I think Tyler Alexander at uh, the Cub, at the White Sox. I think Woodford is my guy here. Tyler Anderson, I had a shot to pick him up instead of Reaver San Martin. I just I decided on San Martin. Anderson just got lit up by the Angels recently. And and he's not going deep in the game. So I said no to that. He got lit up on the Saturday game. And then they made the unusual strategy of starting him on two days rest to, to open that game on Tuesday. And he pitched extremely well in it. There will be a usage cap on him here. They're going to go all out and throw anybody into that game at any minute they possibly can. So be careful just from that aspect on him. All right. Um, anyone else here we need to talk about here? I don't know. <laughs> there, the the final day is going to be so very uncertain that don't feel awkward adding anybody. Anything goes when you need something to win your league. You could find a Pittsburgh spot starter against Cincinnati. Maybe the lineup's not that great that day. Maybe the game doesn't matter for Boston. They've clinched the day before. They throw out nobody, and the Nationals throw you know an Eric Fetty on that day. Anything goes. Yeah, I mean, based on what I'm seeing now with only half the pitchers listed, I think it's San Martin and Woodford if you want to pick up a pitcher. Yeah, maybe I'm, Tyler Alexander. I don't see much. I mean, Humberto Mejia might get the Sunday final game against Colorado at home. They're not so great on the road. I'm not not wild about him individually as a, a, a matchup, but there's there's not a lot here. There's really not, not a lot right. here that we know. There's always a lot here with Kyle Sapi. We're bringing him back now for Hash Browns and Trivia. Kyle, what have you got? I appreciate that, Eric. We've got some trivia here. Top four guys in RBI this month. Who are they? I always find that these guys kind of go under the radar. They're they produce late in the season and nobody really remembers. And so I want to know who the top four RBI guys are this month after hash browns, which starts with Dave. He wants to know who your favorite prospect is for next season redraft that we haven't seen this season. Oh boy. So a debuter in 2022, it's got to be a debuter in 2022 is what, what Correct. that's asking. Okay. I mean, I assume that we will see Julio Rodriguez at some point next year, but I think I'd rather have Bobby Witt. I think Bobby Witt probably starts the season with the Royals. And that's a 30-30 guy. Adley Rushman should make the Orioles. And I, when I say should, it could also be two weeks into the season for yep. money reasons, which doesn't yep. really change my mind. At all. Chris Bryant still had a great rookie year, even though it's two weeks late. Um, I think right now it'd be between Witt and Rushman. Never a pitcher. Your thoughts? I'm going to throw a third name into this mix, and that's C.J. Abrams. I think the Padres are going to be pressed into making some sort of long-term decision as to what happens with Abrams versus Tatis. It is not inconceivable that you know, a deal with Abrams has to happen. I don't think that's the way they're going to go, but I, I think a decision is going to need to be made. And those three players are going to be premium names among the, de the debuting class next year to make an impact for fantasy. But I agree with you. I'm not sure any of them is in the opening day lineup simply for service time reasons. And if you want some pitchers, I mean, the number one pitching prospect is Grayson Rodriguez of Baltimore, but that's Baltimore. So, you know, same I mean, story as, as Rushman. Yeah, but I mean, don't you look? I mean, Rushman can have a great season because he's a hitter. Sure, a sure. pitcher I just view a little bit differently when he's an Oriole. I think we have to, um, and also I view pitchers differently overall. Now, some of these guys are still like Boz will still be a rookie. Um, Reed Detmers will still be a rookie. I like him. He's debuted. Yeah, he's debuted. So who has not debuted? Max Meyer 
Max Meyer was one I was thinking of. Uh, that's a certain service time scenario, but I do think we see him and he probably makes a, a pretty high level impact. I don't think he gets up to the point that Trevor Rogers has made an impact this year, but could be somewhere. I'm curious to see what the Reds do with Hunter Green. Oh yeah. What's the role? What's the, he can hit, he can pitch. Is he a reliever, a dominant short reliever? Do they think they is the volume to be a starting pitcher? I'm curious to see how that spring training plays out. I definitely want to see what happens there. He could be Otani. He could. Well, we'll Mm, see. Not everyone could be Otani. (laughs) But I think we're going to see more players try to do that. It's it's not just that he was a great pitcher and a great hitter, but it's one less roster spot. You know, like they didn't need to have another guy on the roster because he could hit as the DH every day and pitch. And that's important. And I I bet Tampa Bay would love to do that with uh, their lefty, whose name escapes me, um, Brendan McKay. Um, And I I just, I think the Reds might try to do that with Hunter Green. I don't know. Um, One other guy I want to see who he debuts next season, Vanderbilt's Jack Leiter. Really good. And Texas might have a need next season. Maybe it's halfway through the season, but still. Um, you want to go hitters here. And I think Rushman is going to be a monster right away. And I think Bobby Witt, man, is going to be awesome too. I think Bobby Witt's going to be, Bobby Witt would be my all in kind of guy. Just looking at it from a broad perspective. We, by the way, you mentioned Shohei Otani, the multi-talented. We have our very own Shohei Otani and Kyle. So there we go. The multi-talented master of the show. Uh, and you notice we didn't mention Mackenzie Gore. I don't know if we should. I know. That's why I'm saying you'll notice we didn't mention Mackenzie Gore. I'm not writing off the remainder of the career, but this shows the level of corrections needed and improvement and better health scenarios heading into spring training. And and by the way, Kelnick, where we draft him is going to be very, where we rank him is going to be very interesting because I still think he's going to be a star. He's a star now. I have a question for you. Yeah. If Kelnick makes the Mariners out of spring training, does this year play out differently for them? Uh, oh, well, he didn't hit for a while. Does this I, progress I happen say, sooner? Oh, yes. I do think it would have. But I don't blame them too much. And by the way, they've I overachieved. I blame, them, I blame them wholeheartedly. I think it was a mistake. And it- Who were they using instead of him that cost them games? Dylan Moore? Kyle Lewis barely played? But Jake Fraley, wasn't it? And who was the other outfielder? It was Hanniger, Fraley, and... The way Kelnick hit for the first couple of oh, months, it's I, Taylor Trammell. Okay. Yeah. I maybe it I just they've such they've so overachieved, okay, to get this record that I find it hard to believe they would have won that many more games. But you're right, it could have been. I'm I'm curious because most are gonna say, well, he was terrible for so long, but does he get the adjustment period out of the way quicker and give more high impact production sooner in the schedule? I'm gonna wonder that now going into the offseason. Okay, fair enough. Alrighty. John wants to know how high is too high for Jose Ramirez. Can you get him into your top five overall for next season? I think you can. I think the only way you can get him into your top five is if you're really worried about Acuna and Tatis being healthy by April. Uh, I think he was my number six (laughs) or seven. So uh, he's there. He had a great year, not batting average, but the other categories, he steals bases. I mean, you you can't afford to take. No, no, I can't say that. Like you can afford to take. People are going to say, why do you have Soto number one? You can see without reading that I have Soto number one. Well, he's the best hitter in baseball. He is Trout. And he does, he's not going to steal 25 bases, but he's the safest for batting average. Home runs, RBI. To me, he's a, he's a monster. It's great. Hall of Famer. And 
But it re- it'd be really nice to get a lot of stolen bases in a roto league in round one. Points leagues are different. Ramirez, Bichette, Turner, they're stolen bases. Would I really take Freddie Freeman if I thought Mookie Best was going to steal 30 again? No. But I think you would agree, Tristan. The only way you can get him in your top five is if you take out Acuna and Tatis. Not one, but both for the same reason. I'm ruminating over something you just said, and that was I heard a Hall of Famer mention. And you Juan know, Soto is going to be a Hall of Famer. Juan Soto. I thought, you met, Hall I thought you meant Ramirez, but okay. Oh, um, no, no, no. I meant okay. Soto. I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Soto but and Ramirez. But you mentioned that, and, and I'm looking at the Ramirez Stadcast page. So I'm thinking to myself, he, he sort of put himself on a track that he might be a candidate for that. What I like to see is when I go to a page, lots of bright red in the percentiles at the top there. And he has them in everything that is in sprint speed, that is in barrel rate, that's in contact rate, that's in walk rate. All of these things, and by the way, outs above average. That means defensively, he's providing something great. You could make the case, but I agree with you. You have to feel more skeptical about the high ceiling guys or the guys that can be mega MVP candidates ahead of him. I'm with you. I think that's the right way to look at him. And you ranked him in that spot about where I would, six to 10. Alrighty, that sounds about right. First rounder, but can't go in the top half is probably about right. David. Wants to know if Salvador Perez can be Nelson Cruz if they put him as a DH. Man, he did this without <laughs> without that. I mean, how many games did he actually catch? He was, caught was a like lot. He DH'd about 35 of them, so he caught a lot of them. I mean, I, that's an unbelievable season for Sal Perez. And Would you have him in your top 25? I did not put him in my top 25 or even consider him because I, I can't see him doing this again, but he has 48 home runs and 121 RBI. That's what Schmidt had in 1980. I believe there was exact numbers uh, 277. I mean, wh- let me look and make huh. sure I have it right. I no, mean, I like that. What's... That's 48, 121. I mean, it's just, it's, let me it's... look. I think I might be exactly right. Is and by really? the way, Schmidt's birthday was earlier this week. I should have mentioned yeah. it on Monday's show. In fact, yeah. I think it was Monday. You know, I feel differently about him now as an adult at my age than I did you know, growing up, growing up, he was everything. He he was the best. Yeah, he had 48 121 in 1980. Now, the, the fact that I remember that, that's and I amazing. one of my children's one. birthdays is unbelievable. But yes, oh. and he batted 286 that year. Um, I don't know Kyle's birthday. I know yours, Tristan. I, no, I, but I, this, and you don't believe Tristan can remember what he got from McDonald's five years ago, but you know all these people's birthdays and stat lines from. I didn't know his birthday. I saw it on Twitter. The batting stance guy tweets it out. And I saw that it was Schmidt's <laughs> birthday. I don't have memorized Schmidt or Von Hayes' birthday, but I remember 48 and 121. That sticks in my mind. Yeah, so funny. anyway, I don't remember what the question was. But Sal Perez, Sal Perez how can he do better? Even if he plays half the year as catcher and half a DH, how can he do better than this? I, I don't see that. He can't. And one of the things is what got him to this point today is probably going to now work against him next year. And that is that he was refreshed you know, based on having had the surgery and then the abbreviated year last year. And now because he's played so much and yeah, he did catch a lot of that. I wonder whether that's going to take a little bit of a toll on him next year. Working against him, by the way, is a very good prospect named MJ Melendez right yeah, behind him. But I don't and, know if he debuts next year, but I, I, but in two years, Sal Perez might be an everyday DH. Honestly, I actually think the Royals are in an all in situation. They are probably where the Padres were entering Maybe not last, but the the off season before it. They're at that point. It's probably where they were entering tw- into twenty twenty, where the Padres oh, were. Something that concerns me a little bit, just a little, on Sal Perez um, against right-handed pitching this year: two sixty one, three hundred four on base. 
May never a lot of these numbers. He's not Nelson oh, yeah, Cruz. He, he's he's not Nelson Cruz for play discipline. Right. Certainly not. But a lot of these numbers came against lefties. And when that happens in a season to a right-handed batter, it just worries me a little bit. Also, 27 walks and 165 strikeouts. That's yeah, I'll no, project he, like 32, 32 to 35 home runs for Perez next year. Here's my number one catcher, but he's not in my top 50 overall. But since the question was about the DH, if they did make that decision to use Melendez as a catcher, they have a couple other guys they could put in as their 2-3, and that was his role, would you feel better about him next season? Yes. And would you advance the homer projection then? Because I wonder whether he gets to the 35 or 40 if that was his role. I don't think it is going to be his role. Wouldn't you advance the game projection and therefore have to kind of bump up the homers? It would be volume. He'd play 158 games if he's the DH. Right. Barring it. He's doing that now. I mean... And by the way, National League, same rules. I, we hope National League goes to the designated hitter. I'm tired of watching hitters, pitchers flail away. But, you know, if Real Muto is 40 games DH, I would like him as a fantasy option better. He gets hurt every year. He, and again, catching is hard. But I think it's because of the rigors of catching. Yeah, catching is going to provide an advantage to the guys who get the DH time and can bulk up their volume. That's going to give you a huge comparative to the position advantage, kind of like where we're at with starting pitchers, the guys who can get to 200 innings. There's an advantage just from the volume. I like that comp to the starting pitching. Last one here comes from Steve. Where do you see Tyler Glass now falling in your 2022 ranks? He was impressed with what he saw earlier this year. Hmm. Can't stay healthy, though. No. Just can't. He he had Tommy John, right? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Or he much- did he no, actually did he go the rehab route? I thought he had Tommy John in August, which means he's not even pitching next year. Yeah, he did. It was August 4th. He's done. Okay, so, so you, you can forget about him next year, which is a shame because he's really good. Yep. And he's got great hair. But I don't think he's pitching next year. Um he's already be, out. He'll be center guard Severino. Uh and maybe gets you two, three starts. Has the Jordan Zimmerman one that year. But in a dynasty league, is Glass now? You can't make him in your top twenty, right? Starting pitchers, no. Top fifty, maybe. So certainly, you want him over Syndergaard going forward or Strasburg <laughs> in a dynasty. But and in a hypothetical, if he was fully healthy going into next year, where would you rank him? Like, where are you buying his skills? He turned twenty-eight. His skills would make him a borderline top twenty starting pitcher. That sounds about right. Okay. And that I mean, probably you have enough- to. If you could, if you could count on twenty-eight starts, you would rank him where you would like Jose Barrios, who has more volume, but Glasnow would be better. Yeah, I was gonna say I think I'd go over Barrios. <laughs> That's fair, right? I mean, Glasnow's a top twenty starting pitching talent. You're not, you're not coughing because of what I said. <laughs> okay. No, he just can't stand what you're doing here. I mean, fourteen starts this year, he had a sub one whip. Like he's amazing when he pitches. I, I, yeah, just, like, top twenty like, almost doesn't feel high enough. Um, I mean, I guess you could say, why wouldn't I view him the way I would DeGrom to some degree? Like how many yeah, starts does DeGrom make next year? He's not making 30. He may make zero. I, I have no idea. I would take over zero and under 30. Yeah. I think. Well, I mean, hopefully he doesn't need Tommy Johnson. I, I thought something was wrong with his elbow, but I mean, glass now. Yeah. If he was, if he was pitching, I would view him as a three strikeouts, 88 innings this year. Like he was lights out when he was there. It was fantastic. Yeah. So I just, I, and maybe, maybe they, maybe, you know, screwing around with the, uh, or enforcing their rules might've had something to do with him getting hurt. Oh, no, I hope not. I do. Oh, I hope that wasn't, but you know case. what? They shouldn't have done it during the season. You never change rules during a season or enforce new rules during a season, fantasy, real life, whatever it is. So he will go into his next outing in 2023, knowing what the rules are. I think that's better. Still flawed, but better. 
going to be that's he's another guy on the list of toughest to rank for next year. He's going to be on it. Well, not Glass now, but you, who? DeGrom. No, uh, Degrom is uh, Glass now. I mean, yeah, because we're scratching next. Year. I'm with. By the way, I'm with you on the the. He he kind of goes for the ride approaching the top twenty. He gets in the top thirty if he was healthy, just based on the skills. Alrighty, we'll pay off trivia here. Top RBI guys since the beginning of September. There are four guys with at least 27. Who are they? All right, well, you get first pick, Tristan. Go ahead. But your money, on, your money on these. I don't know this. I I, I have a couple guesses that I think may be right. But Tyler, Tyler, Tyler O'Neill's been crazy. on an outrageous. Tyler O'Neill has to be one of them. He was, he Tyler, was my first guess. Tyler O'Neill's there. There's one guy I think you I mean, might Teoscar's have a problem my too. second guess. Ooh, he misses by one. My second will be Giancarlo. He misses by two. You're right there. Harper uh, probably doesn't have the RBIs. Nope. Soto probably I also. I mean, Sal Perez. Yeah, Sal Perez. Perez. Duh. Yep. Duh. How could I forget him? Oh, we're at the duh stage of the show. No, um, I should have remembered him. I, that's <laughs> right. Good to go. Isn't Sal Perez obvious? I uh, guess. Yeah, he's had a great September. I can't believe a catcher is still doing this in September. He's going to play 160 games. Now he has a sprained ankle, so maybe he's done. But. I don't Maybe think he's 158. Like, wait, wait, so impressive. You, he falls down the stairs and then he goes out to bat right afterwards. I mean, come on. What? <laughs> wow. It's made of. It's unbelievable. And he's not, it's not like they're going to the playoffs. I mean, I understand Yachty pushing himself, but like the Royals don't go into the playoffs. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I mean, any other Gosh. Blue Jays? I don't think it's Vlad. Oh, Bo That's not Bo Bichette. Samian. Oh my God! So we're on the it's, right team, but we have the wrong guy. Exactly, which it makes. Teoscar was guessed. I guess Teoscar was one behind. So it's this not. Is, this is funny. We got the right RBI? team. How many guessed. RBI is it? 30. Oh, it's probably Guriel. It yeah, is Guriel. He leads the league. And he had all he had the five one RBI game, game, didn't he? Yeah, I think he had five or something in the game. <laughs> now you're missing one, and it's a teammate of one of the first three guys you've already guessed. Of one of the first we've already guessed. Can't so be it's Toronto. We named their entire lineup. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's either a Cardinal or a Cardinal. Royal. It could be Goldschmidt. It's not Goldschmidt. A Cardinal or a Royal? royal? <laughs> How many other Royals are knocking yeah, in that runs? Is, that's the interesting part. It was. It's a guy you liked more years ago than you did not, this year. Ben Attendee had a big game. It wasn't him. Ben Attendee, 27 ribs in September so far. He has far. 27 ribbies this month, huh? Wow. 97. Five does, he have, does he have 90 on the season? Andrew Ben has 27 RBIs this month. Ben Attendee is one of my worst calls of the whole year when I said to drop him. And uh, him and Polanco. Remember, I was anti Ben Attendee and ended <laughs> Polanco. How many RBI do you think he has for the season? Knowing that he has 27 in September. Probably has like 65. 65, yeah. 71. Wow. Oh, we're close. Geez. So for most of the year, he wasn't great. No, and his season stat line isn't going to look great, but if you look at it pre and post September, it's going to be two very different stories. Is it just September for him? Yeah. But, uh, what do you mean? Like, does it Is date back a little bit? Is he only producing in September because he's been facing a lot of garbage pitching? Let me. Everybody's look. facing a lot of garbage pitching. His Except OPS in September is 300 points higher, and he has more RBI in September than he did June, July, and August put together. I guess we got to rank him for next year, but I'm not going to get him. I mean, like, someone's going to take him in round 15, and I'm going to laugh. I, go ahead. He's eight for 17 stealing bases. <laughs> oh, Ooh. Ooh. Look, I thought he was going to be so fantastic. So not this that. year. 
his career. I thought he was going to have a great career. I thought he was a 2025 guy. I did too. You know? You think he's, he's done? Not... You think he's done, 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 never getting better? 27 years uh, old? I think this next is kind of what he is, right? I mean, I guess he could be a 2020 guy who bets 275 if he wants to be. He he looks like a guy who's going to deliver us that 25 homer, 15 steal, bats near 300, and loads up the runs at RBI one year and drives one year. out of nowhere. Nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be 2024 when we're all completely out. Yeah, like 23 or 24. And then the next year, everybody will overdraft him and he's going to be a complete bust. I, play, I think that's fair. They're players Amazing. like this. <laughs> we should do it. We should do a whole show of players like this. Uh, but we're done for today. We want to thank you so much for listening to our little show, Fantasy Focus Baseball. And as always, listen to Fantasy Focus Football. They are a daily show. And you can actually see them on your screen. Fantasy Focus Baseball is presented by LinkedIn Jobs. One more show, one more weekend left of the regular season in fantasy baseball. If there are games that count on Monday, they do not count in our leagues for fantasy. Um, we will have a show on Monday. Um, that's all I can tell you. Enjoy your weekend. Tristan, any final thoughts? Enjoy the final weekend. Well, I can't top that. For Tristan and Kyle, I'm Eric. Have an awesome weekend.